Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Dalton Wagner in the Zone is brought to you by Reliance Bank. The super senior right tackle is part of an offensive line that paved the way for the top rushing attack in the Power Five last year. Reliance Bank opened its doors in 1965, and although they may be growing, they're still the institution you've trusted for years. Just like K.J. Jefferson can rely on Dalton Wagner, you can rely on us at Reliance Bank. All right, let's talk to Mr. Wagner. I want to ask him about the Arkansas basketball over-under. You know, I saw a player the other day, I think it was a basketball player that had bet on a football game in college and got in trouble. And I'm like, what are we doing here? Come on, guys. We're paying kids now. Don't be stupid. Anyway, Dalton, that's a sidebar story, but I won't bring it up. How are you today? What's going on? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Buddy, we're good. We were. Uh, I think none of us were shocked that, well, I wasn't at least, that KJ didn't play last week. I was disappointed, and we weren't shocked maybe because we'd heard that uh, you were a little under the weather, that you didn't play last week either, but we were you know, sad about that. Uh, how are you feeling? I don't want to get into too many details or violate any HIPAA you know, rules here, but uh, you feeling better this week? Yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm, I'll be playing on Saturday. Okay. You know, I, uh, it was a tough decision to make, you know, talking with Dave and everything, but I just, you know, me playing hurt wasn't the best decision for the team. And, you know, it's, that's something you got to accept, especially with, you know, I wasn't feeling good. And I thought me playing would hurt the team more than help it. That's a mature take. What, uh, this is something that's been a recurring issue with you or did I read that? No, this is, this is a new, this is, this is something new just out of the, out of the blue kind okay. of thing that happened during Liberty. There's the second to last drive there. I, something happened to my side and we got it fixed and I'm back good to go now. Good. What was it like standing on the sidelines watching? Yeah, it was rough. You know, it's it's never fun to be on the sideline, but I tried to be as vocal as I could be, you know, still try to lead from the sideline. Um, it was unique because I could see a lot of times I was getting behind the line of scrimmage so I could see it from the back and see how the offensive line was blocking. And so every time them guys came off the sideline, you know, I tried to give them tips, see what I was seeing, you know, watching their pass sets, watching them run blocking everything, try to help them out the best way I can. Give me your thoughts on number forty, Harold Perkins. Yeah, he's a he's an elite guy, you know. Going into it, you know, I think uh, I think someone took Ricky's quote out of context over the uh, from media last week, but we knew we knew Perkins was an elite rusher, you know, and we we had to ID him in all of our spots. That was our plan going into the game. You know, we didn't want to try to put him on a running back. We're like, we've got to take him in our protection schemes and. And he's, he's an elite player, you know, for a freshman to be able to do what he's doing as fast as he moves and as, athletic, as athletic excuse me, as he is, uh, his feeling's very high. I'm, I'm excited for that young man's future. Talking to Dalton Wagner on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, brought to you by Reliance Bank. Do you follow up on that? Sorry. Yeah, and the, when I'm watching NFL games, sometimes I'll see an elite pass rusher, like a Micah Parsons. I'm a Cowboys fan. They'll start – I mean, they know where he's coming. They're double-teaming him, whether it's guard tackle or tackle tied in or tackle with the running back chipping. They do something every play to make sure he is not one-on-one with the lineman. Are, are there ways that you can do that in college too? Do y'all do try to do some of the same similar things? Um, usually we tend to keep the one-on-one matchups. We'll throw some chips in there every now and then, um, like if we can get – if the tight end's going out on a route, but he's in the – uh, in the sniffer, he'll kind of chip on his way out or running backs going out on the route and the protection clears, he can chip on his way out too. But 
we usually don't tend to double team because um, a lot of the times we got to win our one-on-one matchups. That's our job. You know, at the end of the day, it's protect the quarterback. And, and a lot of the times they're going to rush, they're going to rush four or five guys. So you're going to be one-on-one regardless, especially in college. But if the slide side's coming to you and, or one of our points drop out, the guards will usually try to fly out, either help with tackles or help the, uh, help the center. It depends on, you know, the flavor of the week. You know, obviously, mostly in the SEC, guards are going to fly out and help the tackles because, Elite edge rushers in the SEC are far, you know, it's fewer, I guess, elite nose, nose guards that are great pass rushers. There are a lot, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but yeah, edge rushers are what the SEC is known for. Dalton, because of the antiquated, idiotic clock change that we just went through recently, that we still, for some reason, operate under, uh, it will be dark and cold mm-hmm. in Fayetteville on Saturday night when Ole Miss comes calling. And I saw a quote from you and some of the other linemen that uh, you guys are down for this. Obviously, being an Illinois native, this isn't really cold quite yet, is it? No, not quite yet. I was excited. I was excited. I made a joke to Coach Pitt on Monday. I'm like, it's crazy, Coach Pitt. I'm like, the Wagners are coming into town from up north. All of a sudden, winter came to Fayetteville. You know, we had snow on Monday, I think it was. It was snowing. You know, it's cold out. Saturday when we're here, it's supposed to be the coldest game in Fayetteville since 97, I think it is, or something like that. So we're embracing it all the way. I know uh, I know my family understands they're going to embrace it too. At least I know my dad will. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it'll be it'll be a great time Saturday. I'm, I'm excited for the cold. Yeah, growing up playing in the Midwest, I never noticed it. Once you kicked it off and you're running around and you're sweaty, and even when you're off on the sideline, it never really bothered me at all. I would think standing on the sideline like you had to do last week, or for the coaches, I saw Lane Kiffin mention that he wasn't very comfortable last weekend. It's a lot worse. But as a player, you don't probably notice it once a game gets rolling, right? Yeah, once the game gets going, it's just you're kind of playing like the challenge the cold brings when the cha- uh, excuse me, the challenge the cold brings when the game gets going is if the defense is out there for a long drive or vice versa, if the offense is out there for a long drive, you got to do your best to stay as loose and as warm as you can because. You know, 10 minutes sitting in 90-degree heat is a lot different than 10 minutes sitting in 27-degree cold, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Did you feel a lot better than normal waking up on Sunday morning than you would after a game day? <laughs> yeah, I did. Despite, I said, despite what I did, I still felt I still felt a lot better. And I feel even better this week, you know, kind of yeah. flying through practice. You yeah. know, feels so you got to – I mean, you basically got a personal bye week from a, you know, from a, a game standpoint – um, do you have some pent up aggression that you'd like to take out on Ole Miss's defensive line? Yes, absolutely. I'm I'm excited to get back out there. You know, it's it's never fun sitting on the sidelines watching the games, and I'm really excited to get back out there and compete with the uh, compete with the O line. Yeah, Ole Miss is an interesting team. We've been talking a lot about them. Their their schedule's not particularly strong from what they've faced so far. And when they faced a couple of big tests, they haven't been able to. Uh, to get it done, but they also have a very good team, I think. I mean, obviously the run game's elite. The defense is super fast, but not the biggest. What have you seen on tape from their their defense, especially the line? Yeah, um, I alluded to it yesterday. Their front four, or I guess really front three, are pretty elite. They're, they anchor in on the nose, and the nose is able to create generate pressure in the pocket by a lot of centers he's faced so far. He's been able to push him back. And when you push the pocket back, it shortens the edges for the tackles because what we think the quarterbacks usually have five or six yards, it turns out when you're turning and running the bye, trying to 
push that D end by, he's actually at seven yards and, you know, strip sacks can occur, defending the edge, all that other stuff happens. So the key to success in this game is going to be our interior guys holding up in pass protection as well as tackles maintaining the width of the pocket. Because if we can keep those ends wide, I think we'll have a good day with it. But there's on film, you know, they the end, they're really unpredictable on what they do. A lot of times they dive inside and try to rush the inside with no contain outside. And so LSU gave them issues because LSU has a mobile quarterback. And so when they dive inside like that, it's easy for a mobile quarterback to run outside. So I wonder if they're going to have to change a little bit depending on who we have back there between KJ and Malik and Cade. Um, I wonder if they're going to have to change the way they pass rush and be more contained if we have a mobile guy back there. The Missouri game in two weeks could potentially be for bowl eligibility for one of the two schools if you guys don't win this week. I mean, I feel pretty good about Missouri winning this week. I guess they're playing New Mexico State, so with all due respect, they should get win number five this week. Um, How important is it to you as a senior to get to a postseason game? It's very important. You know, it's something, I don't know, I'm not quite ready to be done with with the season yet, you know what I mean? And I've only made one bowl game in my career, I guess two if you count 2020, but it got canceled. Mm -hmm. Um, And it it means a lot to be able to still be in postseason play, regardless of where it is. You know, postseason's a postseason. You know, you get, especially for the development of the program, you know, when we get to bull prep and we get to that stuff, a lot of young guys are able to take reps. You know, we do young guys scrimmages and young guy practices and stuff while you let the veterans, you know, get conditioning in and then watch it, you know, because you play the whole season. And from the standpoint of the future of the program, I think it's very important as well, too, because it, it creates a lot of opportunities for guys to get more experience. You know, scout team guys that have done most of the scout team actually show off to the coaches and what they can do as well. But I, I really want to make the postseason. I'm going to do everything in my power to make the postseason. This is it for you at Reynolds Razorback Stadium. What do you think the emotions will be like Saturday night? Um, I'm going to try to keep them under control pre-game and during the game. But post-game, <laughs> post-game I think I'll be a wreck. You know, <laughs> it's, been, it's, been, it's been six years of playing there. You know, you never really quite think it's ever going to come to an end, you know, when you're – when you're out there playing all the time, it's, oh, I got another year, I got another year, I got another year. You know, COVID gave me a <laughs> an extra year, too. <laughs> but it's, it's bittersweet, you know, it's, it's something you want to you wanna go out with the win regardless of what happens. So I'm, I'm, I've been very happy with my career as a Razorback. Saturday was tough. How, how would you describe the, the emotion of uh, practice yesterday? How, how, how did things go? Uh, practice, it was intense yesterday, you know, guys are ready to, they're flying around, you know, we, we had the number 17 in the country dead to right, and we couldn't finish the game, you know, we had a two-minute opportunity to go drive down there and secure it twice, we had a two-minute opportunity to go down there and secure the game, and defense has been playing lights out these last two weeks, and it's, it's kind of, the offense knows we need to step it up, if that makes sense, you know, we're, we're, we feel the pressure, because you feel like you're letting your team down when you're not scoring enough points to win, especially when defense is playing as well as they've been playing. So the pressure's been on us to improve what we can, you know, dive back into playbooks, dive back into preparation. You know, you got to look yourself in the mirror and figure out what you're doing that's causing you not to have success on Saturday. And I think I think more film work for our team uh, offensively has been helping a lot this week, and even more so there's been – there's been a lack of MAs on the field, which is really good. MAs being missed assignments. Thank you. 
The uh, running game was, I mean, leading the way. Y'all, that's who y'all are. You, you run the ball, but the last two weeks it's been a little bit of a struggle to run the ball. L- what is it? What's happening? Well, teams, uh, especially when they can, when they notice that KJ's out uh, last week, they they've been loading up the box on us, kind of selling out the south of the run, daring us to throw the ball. You know, you can see uh, towards the end there when Malik made a couple good throws, and then. Kate Fortin was able to really stretch out the defense when they would load the box out on Saturday, too. And you make a pay that way. we got to get our passing game open to reopen the run game because when you've got five or six blockers going against eight guys in a box, you know, that numbers, those numbers don't usually end up working that well. But I'm confident in Coach Files' plan this week. I'm very confident. It's probably one of the best game plans we've had all year. I'm really excited for it. And I know that our attacking on the – Perimeter blocking and interior blocking could be even more elite this week. I feel good. I'm excited for you guys. This is a big day. Enjoy your senior day. Thank you so much. We'll look forward to talking to you next week and hopefully talking about getting win number seven. Hmm. Absolutely. If you had a choice, is there a town you got your eye on that you'd like to go to a bowl game that would be reasonable for a seven-win season? Vegas. <laughs> the Vegas Bowl is what I keep seeing. I think I think that would probably be the, the one of the coolest bowl games we can go to. Well, with the wins we have. I will tell you, I was there the last time Arkansas played in it, and it was not a particularly good effort. So you make sure to keep your uh, teammates focused on the game if you guys end up back there. Okay. <laughs> yes, sir. I will. All right, Dalton. Thanks, buddy. Have a good uh, good game Saturday. We appreciate the time. All right. Thanks, guys. Go Hogs. All right. Thanks. Take care, Dalton Wagner. Thank you so much to Reliance Bank.